All right, everybody, welcome back to the Geek Side Podcast. I am here joined with Kyle, the one true Kyle. Uh, Go ahead and say hi. What is up, everyone? It's been a while since you've been on. It has, yeah. I think because I took a break, and then I had some other episodes, some gaming episodes Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of um, all the gaming news going on. I like talking about that stuff. For sure. But now I'm like, all right, we get back to just kind of the, the overview of everything. You know what I mean? For sure. Definitely. And well, so we well, off air like two seconds ago. We were talking about these protests, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't care um, your views or anything. You do good to me, I do good to you. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. So going going to these rallies, like, do you go to take pictures, or um, do you do you go to protest too, or like? No. like I am not protesting at these rallies. I am okay. simply there as a photojournalist. Uh, so, trying like to documenting? Off. Documenting, yeah, pretty okay. much. I can get behind yeah. that. Yeah, and it's it's been interesting. It's definitely been uh, interesting. Now, sure. you also said there's a lack of masks. <laughs> there are a, not, it's, it's, it's not that there's a lack of masks. It's uh-huh. essentially what you would expect if you put a group together. Uh, okay. Like... Three percent are assholes. So three percent of it's no different than a protest. About three percent of those protesters are also assholes. Yeah. And the problem I have, and the problem and the concern I have, is the propaganda around the idea that you guys are being conscious and superior beings to other <laughs> your other men because you wear masks when clearly you you aren't. And that's that's a that's a danger. Do not do not do not go down that road. Um, yes, it's easy to say I wear masks. It's harder to actually do it. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. For reals. It's, Even though I would argue it takes less time to put on a mask than to send out a tweet. Yeah. This is true. This is true. Yeah. A lot of tweets. A lot of people tweeting these days. Oh, yeah. I kind of, I was talking to Daisy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to delete my Twitter <laughs> because Instagram, I'm okay with. You know, I just, I see memes. I see like people, people I actually want to see are on my feed. Um, TikTok. I use it for Vine, like Vine at this point. Okay. Um, but every time I go on Twitter, I always end up getting mad because yeah. I just see the, the most stupidest tweets in the world by the stupidest people in the world. And I just tell Daisy, like, I think one day I'm just going to delete Twitter. Like, it's just not worth it at this point because every time I go on there, it's just like, what am I really doing to myself here? It is like a, uh, a practice or a meditation and uh... – maintaining sanity when you go on there because it's yeah. hard it's hard it's uh it's no one happy it's definitely if you're on twitter constantly talking about things one you're not happy two you're not actually experiencing the world in which you're uh commenting on so that's a weird uh, place to be, you know? You don't want to be that person that's constantly talking about something but never experiencing it. Yeah. Uh, because there's a disconnect there. There is a diff- disconnect there for sure. Yeah, because I saw I was on Twitter and I saw that THR cover superstar mm-hmm. Tyler Ninja Blevins is set to be on the Holly- Hollywood cover, right? Okay. You know, that's a it's a good win for like gamers and all that. Sure. And then immediately, like immediately after some decent news, I go into the comment section. And the first thing someone is, you mean the dude who repeatedly uses the N word on his streams? How about we how the how about we don't give him a shot? He's not worth it. That's the first thing. And I'm like, what? Like, no one can be happy. But like, there's that saying, like, you can't win on the internet. 
Boy, you sure can't, man. Yeah, it's, like it's unfortunate. Um, but like, that's cool. I didn't know about that. So he's uh, yeah. he's gonna be on the cover. That's that's awesome. I'm not a big ninja fan, but that is a pretty big uh, jump for the gaming yeah. community. So so that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know how you are. I know you're a retro gaming fan. I don't know how you are oh, with yeah. the new stuff. Um, I love gaming. I, yeah. I have there's two things I have passions for: mm-hmm. Star Wars and gaming. <laughs> <laughs> we'll oh, get man. into that. <laughs> yeah. Gaming for me as of late has become um I want so it, it's kind of just like uh, the trend of humanity as of late is that we in terms of gaming we're also seeing this, you know, we see it in the cosplay community but I'm seeing it in gaming too where I'm getting too much hand-holding in my gaming and um, I'm not getting enough challenge in my gaming mm. and I don't want a a, a simulation that looks beautiful that is telling me what to do. I want something that is given to me and I have to solve, you know? And I'm not getting that as much today as I used to back in the old days. Let you me know? guess, you're a portal guy. I like portal, but I'm not like a huge, like, I'm not constantly going, the cake is a lie everywhere, you know? I'm not <laughs> yeah. one of those guys. But yeah, I enjoyed portal. Man, it was great. It was fun. The cake, yeah. man. Yeah. Times were simpler back then. What was that, 20? I don't even remember when that was. The Portal 2, that is. Oh, Portal 2 was like 2012, I want to say. Simpler times. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, um, that's my kind of thing on gaming. And we do get that sometimes, you know? Yeah, like for me right now, if I were to recommend a game that's not Call of Duty or, (laughs) you know, Battlefield or all those kind of games, the the, the immediate games I try to recommend is games like God of War and Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order, huh? Yeah, yeah, because I I think those games, or I I guess those games, and I guess games like Demon Souls or Dark Souls, because those games are like, yeah, like those games are kind of like, yeah, challenge. Those games are like you would have to love these games to get through them. For Dark Souls, that is, but God of War is like that kind of game where it's like you're just having fun and there's like an incredible story. And the same with um, Fallen Order. Sure. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, interesting. Interesting. Uh, what is just a quick, like, I'm sure you've talked to death about this, but give me like a 10 second quick take on the newest consoles. What's your favorite? What's your opinion? 10 seconds. Let me hear it. Xbox dropped the ball. PlayStation's in the lead right now. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, Xbox PlayStation showcase started off with Spider-Man, started off with Ratchet and Clank. So mm-hmm. some games that actually look like next generation consoles. Mm. Xbox comes out looking like uh, a 360 game. Like, gotcha. It, 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 it's crazy to think how far Xbox has come from the 360. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, like, place the, like the biggest problem with Xbox, and that's gonna it's gonna kill them. They're, we're not gonna see another Xbox after this because so? all their games, all their games are going to PC. Yeah, that's the problem. Is like uh, that's all what I always felt about an Xbox is it feels like a uh, just a crappy computer. Yeah. Like, why when, don't I get a computer? Yeah, but with a PlayStation Four, there's games that are only for the PlayStation Four that look incredible. Yeah. That yeah. look like PC quality, I would argue. Like games like God of War, I think on a 4K HDR, everything on looks mm-hmm. on par with a PC. Gotcha. And yeah. I don't know. It's just. Xbox, I think they're not going to make another console after this. I think there's going to go strictly to they're going to make a service on the PC with the Xbox name. That'd be smart. And they're gonna, yeah, what's, like yeah. a cloud-based service. Exactly. 
I mean, you could kind of already do that with your Xbox now, right? You could, you yeah, don't, it's kind of the infrastructure right now. Just, yeah, yeah. This is the foundation right now. Like, shoot, you can apparently you can play Destiny 2 on your phone because of the Game Pass. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. That's yeah, cool, actually, which is crazy. A game, the reason why Nintendo survived this long because of their exclusives and their innovation. Exactly. Like, you're not going to find Mario except for Mario Rabbits, but you're not going to find Mario on another console. Got right, right, exactly. Which I I I love that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. but yeah, that's where that's where I. What do you think you're gonna do? Like you have, let's say you have the money for both consoles. Like, what what are you going for? A Spider Man or a Halo? An Xbox or a PlayStation? Uh, if I had a gun between my head, I'd go PlayStation for sure. Okay. But my honest answer was take that money, buy two <laughs> awesome graphic cards. There you, you go. Know, dual, dual SLI them, and you have an awesome machine. Fuck, fuck. Uh, yeah, you don't need a console. Just make yeah. it awesome. That's my answer. I'm always like PC Master Race is my. my yeah. <laughs> the one thing I'll give PC is like you have so many settings to like mess around with if the game is optimized. That is. Uh, yeah. And you guys just have one thing that I will always envy, especially now that PC has, is um, the older public MMO mm-hmm. is now on Steam. Mm-hmm. I saw And that. I'm like, yeah, I hate you guys because I've always wanted to play it. <laughs> Thought about getting that too. I heard it. I heard it, it. It did so good that it crashed their servers. Nice. Which I'm happy to see. I'm happy to see good Star Wars doing well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see something. I mean, they're always doing well financially. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, um, we will see. Right on. Well, was it? Um, one thing I also want to talk about is the fact that we're getting a con this year. We are. We are from right, right now. We're getting a con this year. And that is mm. L.A. Comic Con. Mm. Ground zero of COVID right now. <laughs> When you saw the announcements and how they're going to do it, what did you think? Well, you, I just laughed, and I laughed, and I laughed, and I laughed a little bit longer. And then I think I, I posted a little bit of laughing, and I continued to laugh for, like, 24 hours after that. Because this is stupid. It's nonsense. It's, it's ridiculous. Why even bother with this show? Maybe if it was, like, January 2nd and they were pushing it back to then, but... What is what was it again? Uh, October, December, December eleventh. December is December because yeah. apparently it's the same time as Empire Con, which that's that's finished. If LA Comic Con does happen, mm. I mm, what what who's like no like all right just screw like <laughs> COVID's cured today right now cured. Uh, I'm still not going. Still yeah. not going. I'm still not being going to be around people. I'm not going. I think. Not, Happening. It's the it's the stigma we have now. Like now because we have okay because right now there is a a vaccine that's in the final stages. Like mm-hmm. final, they're saying that's gonna be out January. Testing. Uh, yeah, I'm not getting it right away. By the way, I'm waiting. I'm waiting at least a month. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's say it's cured right now. Like they just said, bam, no one. It's in the the cure's in the air. No one has it. You're cured. I. First of all, a lot of places will be so mad because they closed. Uh, yeah. There is no way things will ever be the same. I still think we're going to get a mask policy afterwards. Sure. Which, 
I mean, which is fair in a certain way, but like being in a closed space, even if they did get another hall, being in an enclosed space with that many people, to all those people sweating in those costumes, hugging pictures, all that, it doesn't matter how big the place is. You know, we go, uh, we go to conventions. You can have the biggest place ever. There are still going to be crowds of people. You can't prevent that. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, look at a uh, Nerdbot. Literally, there's an entire like that city area, and like the cons inside. There's no way that there wouldn't be crowds. There are crowds all the time at that small convention. It's like outdoor in, in a huge city that they can explore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. walk around and take pictures, but they all crowd to that one area. Yeah. So one thing for me, uh, after living in Japan for a few months about eight years ago, and then after this COVID, uh, after all of this, I'm probably going to just carry a mask with me yeah. forever, forever, like forever. Mm. It's just going to be a thing. I'm going to have my wallet, keys. I might not wear it, but I'm going to carry it forever. Yeah. I'm going to have a mask. So this is like the lifestyle. Not only because of COVID, because one. Things like Rite Aid just uh, is uh, initiating um, uh, face detection features on their uh, all their like CC cameras, and this is going to wow. be a huge thing going forward. So, as a citizen who wants to have some privacy, I will be wearing a mask and sunglasses for that <laughs> purpose as well in the near future, because things like that are going to start getting more and more prevalent. Yeah, on. but is that good or bad? Like it's both. It, it, it's both. Yeah, for sure. There's so many good things that we could do with this data. And there's so many evil things. That oh yeah, so many scary things. So um, you know, uh, it depends. I haven't outweighed the good with the bad. That's the thing. All I see personally is the bad. I know there's a lot of good, but all I see is the bad. That's a very cynical mind of yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I just, I just see how people function, and you give them a technology that they don't know how to use. They'll, they, you think they're going to use it for good? I mean, look at this. Yeah. We gave, we gave humans the internet, and they're, oh not, my they're God. not, they're not, they're not doing good with it. Like, it's crazy that back in twenty, I remember back in twenty two thousand eight to twenty thirteen, that mm-hmm. was when the internet really started taking off. Because that, yes, there was internet. Mm-hmm. There was internet from like the the nineties to two thousands, sure. but my to me, the internet didn't start until YouTube was created. Oh, that's when I the think... internet ended for me. Really, <laughs> personally, uh, no, probably not ended, but that's probably when like the the kind of threads of of deterioration kind of laid, yeah. Laid because from because for me, no, besides Facebook at the time. I don't even think Facebook was even a thing. Um, MySpace, all that. I think YouTube was that kind of catalyst for everyone to go, oh, shoot, the internet is so powerful. Like, sure. that's when everyone started going, wait, you can do this with videos and all that <laughs> and upload videos instead of, like, doing it for projects and um, school projects and all that. Yeah. And then from 2008 to 13. That was that kind of YouTube renaissance or the golden age of YouTube, in my opinion, where you had just, you know, just people recording. And yeah. then after that, it's companies, um, business, uh, views, all this stuff. Like It, it feels so, um, how do you say, artificial, I guess now. 
welcome to the world of industrialization, right? You got this new thing, this new frontier. It's like the Wild West, and it's amazing. Oh, yeah. So many cool things we could do, and then all of a sudden it gets word, and people start coming, and more and more people start coming, and then the government takes note, and now we get regulation and stuff like that, and now we have an industry. Now it's an industry, and with industry become, comes ideology. Now there's no longer, like, no one's creative because everyone's just doing it the same way over and over again because this is how you taught, and this is how, how it's supposed to be done and there's no real growth within it so now it's stagnant now you got to move mm-hmm. on right you got to find new things you got to find that new wild west right mm-hmm. which is i think tiktok tiktok <laughs> i think that what new wild west is tiktok it's definitely for yeah sure. because what sucks is with this whole like you said like everyone moving in to this new world which is youtube which sucks is the stuff that people created back then they get flack for it because they didn't think of the future because, how, I don't know. Like, the whole, I don't know how up-to-date you are with the Shane Dawson thing. Uh, not too up-to-date. What's what's new? What's, what's the new thing this time? Well, uh, to put it short, do you know of Shane Dawson, like, in his old, yeah. his old videos and all that? The YouTuber, he just had, like, the controversial thing. Didn't he, someone say he was dead recently? Yeah, he's alive, but that was a host. Yeah, but it was like uh, a joke, right? Yeah, okay. But Shane Dawson made some not very uh, PC gotcha. uh, 2020 videos. But okay. it was 2009, 10. Like, how is this guy supposed to know? Like, how is this guy uploading this video going to think to himself, oh, wait, maybe in 2020 they're going to hate this? No, in the comment section they're literally saying, oh, we love this. Do more, do more, do more. And then now he gets hate for it. And he gets canceled. Now, there is some stuff that you really can't argue. Um, but, like, some jokes that he made and all that, like, people's getting canceled for that. I don't think that's fair. It doesn't matter. It's 11 years ago. Like, if uh, he committed a medium-sized crime, like a, a $10,000 robbery, and he said, I stole $10,000, I believe mm. that he wouldn't go to jail because the... Uh, what is that called when the time passes? But that's what I'm um, saying. Like, that's an actual crime, and he can't get committed for that because of so much time passing. And, and these thought crimes are just what they are. They're thought crimes. They're not really. Yeah. They're not like uh, they're they're devoid of any type of real growth. That the, the name of that, it, it it's I know what you're talking about because that's how a lot of criminals get away. Like back then, statue of limitations. Statue, statue of limitations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. It's crazy because, well, going off top for a second, it's crazy that people back then would rob a bank, put the money away, go into hiding for that many years. Yep. And then when it's done or when the statue's up, they literally go get the money and now they're just rich. Yep, exactly. And that's the point. It's so like with these, ple- these, these, these thought police, these people on Twitter and everybody like that are trying to destroy lives. Like, there is, there, what's, what's, the, what's the statue of limitation, people? What's the, there's no collective, like, when do we allow growth? When do we allow people to you change don't. <laughs> all? And that's the problem. And that is a dangerous place to be for society. Oh, yeah. I, I remember I put on Twitter, like, you guys want to try canceling somebody, but you guys act like you're Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Like, let's see your skeletons. Let's see what you do on your own time. Let's see what you'd say when you're alone. And let's put you up in court and see how you like it. Because I guarantee you, if we start treating people like that more and more, I guarantee you less and less people will start trying to uh, cancel less people. But 
I talked about this before. Cancel culture. Are you for it or against it? I think I already know your answer, but go ahead. I'm definitely against it because cancel culture is a form of fascism. And that is rampant these days. And everyone uh, likes to think that, like, I, anytime I see cancel culture, I'm just, I call people fascists. And yeah. people think I take it way too seriously. <laughs> but I am not. This is literally the starting point to fascism is thought policing and this type of mentality where we're trying to control what people think and say and do. And that is a dangerous place to be. So, yeah, I'm definitely against it. It's crazy that. Like, this stuff is okay to some people. No, yeah, they, 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 that's the problem with, oh my, yeah, well, a lot of people are like, it makes sense, because, like, think of, like, your parents' generation, or, like, my parents' generation, they learned from, like, uh, network television news, and, like, if you weren't too educated, you would get that, that, at least you would get that, right? You would get the news yeah. the television, right? So, like, people today uh, are getting information from, uh, Instagram posts and Instagram stories and Twitter and Facebook and this is just they're getting not real information and we're we're seeing people grow up like not read and not actually acquire real facts at all. Um, it's it's weird. It's weird. I don't I don't really get it. And like I call really, them. Yeah, go I call them I call them headliners because they only read the headlines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those people. Yeah, so there's a lot of that going on. Um, if you're if you learn something from a uh, Instagram post, um, maybe do a little bit more research. Odds are that's probably. But Kyle, not- that's hard. Like, yeah, come on. exactly. That's <laughs> the thing. You got to put in work. That's the thing. thing. Actually, doing the research and actually saying the truth is hard, and you have to actually put yourself out there and speak mm. the truth. Which that's a whole different thing. People don't are too afraid to actually say anything different than what the narrative is out there right now. A big thing that I'm starting to notice, and I think it's kind of obvious that everyone's noticing it too, is everyone in an argument. Even though they're wrong, even though the other person makes valid points, they cannot. They will. They will refuse to say I'm wrong, and I think that's a problem. I think we're too, now too scared to Absolutely. admit we're wrong. Absolutely, and uh, I see a lot of this on the left, particularly, um, which scares me. Is that um, we see? I see a lot of people, and like kind of going off this, like and not admitting that they're wrong. They would rather than like say that someone else has a different opinion, they will find a way to rationalize and justify that their position is right, you know, and that is a problem. Anyone that's if you hear people saying that's why I'm scared because a lot of people are saying, you know. You should just be good. Just treat people good. <laughs> should, you know, don't be bad. These are um, very reductionist terms that really mean nothing. You know, you mm-hmm. really have to communicate what you mean by good and bad. And yeah. that's a problem. No one's like – the idea, you know, like we should treat – like don't be a dick, you know? You know, that makes sense, yeah. right? Don't be – be good. You know, don't, don't be an asshole. Don't be bad to people. It, it well, makes that's sense. a matter of perspective. Exactly. It's a matter of perspective and like – but that, that's, the, that's the thing. What, what, is, what does that mean to a particular person? Like mm-hmm. to you, maybe someone like it might be bad because you don't understand the whole picture. And I'm seeing this a lot with uh, people because they're – rather than admitting that they, there's a different point of view, they'll drive the, the narrative home that the other their other the opposing view or the other side is evil and mm. that is just 
not true. It's a it's a a poor form of communication. It's a poor form of debating an individual, and it's just mm. it's it's frightening because I see it too much now. You know what I kind of noticed because I'm I'm registering for classes right now, and one class that I did not see come up anymore was debate or uh, political debates. That's now it, it it could be there. Mm. It could be because the campuses are closed and they like to do that stuff in person. Sure, but if not then that's weird and scary because if we just start shutting down conversations, then what are we really doing? Exactly. Exactly. So like even the idea that like treat people equal, right? Like I absolutely believe that you should treat people mm-hmm. equal, but you can't, if I'm having a conversation and I'm trying to get in an idea that may or may not be right, but we're trying to figure out what the truth is. And you shut down a conversation by saying, well, we should just treat everyone equal. You are choosing to be ignorant <laughs> and you're choosing to not like expand your mind and figure it out, whether it's right or wrong. Cause it could be wrong. That's the problem. Yeah. Thinking might lead to something wrong and people are so afraid to be wrong these days. Do, do you know what's, who's the worst offender about that? Who? Now, I don't want to get this twisted. The notion I support. Mm-hmm. The organization I don't. And I yes. heard that from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, BLM. Yeah. I go on Instagram and I see everyone supporting this organization. Exactly. Everyone. Mm-hmm. And who are those people? Mostly white. Mostly non-black. Sure. I go to TikTok. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see post, Kyle, I see post after post after post of yeah. black people saying they hate this organization. They don't care. Yeah. I'm going to believe in the people that they're trying to help over people that are just saying they support it because it would look good on our resume mm-hmm. or it would look good in the public eye. Right. Because from what I've heard, this organization is horrible. First of all, they, um, I'm not too familiar on Marxism. I'm okay. I'm <laughs> I'm not up to date on it. Oh boy! But I do. I get the gist of it. And a lot of them say, or the, the one of the leaders is a pure Marxist. Yes. Which, from what I've read, <laughs> is not very good. It's. I mean, so. Um... From an academic point of view, which is where the leaders of BLM kind of uh, take it, it makes sense, right? Uh, yes. They're kind of, or at least their initial approach, right? To yes, it. Black um, Lives Matter. Yeah. And uh, the leader, one of the leaders is very pro-Marxist. Uh, uh, but the problem with the, uh, I'm seeing uh, a lot right now is because of uh, BLM kind of ha- being in the forefront of everything, and there is a leader in BLM, but people don't really understand. Like the leaders, there's not really a strong sense of like uh, leadership that we saw in like the '60s, where you saw yeah. like, uh, lawyers or like you had like a Martin Luther King Jr. type. Um, so uh, people are taking a organization and using it for their own means and ways. And that's what happens when an organization doesn't have a strong objective and strong leadership. You get people infiltrating for their own, uh, uh, pretty much taking over for their own narratives. And that's what I'm seeing a lot. And we're seeing a lot of Marxism. We're seeing a lot of socialism. We're seeing a lot of communism and a little bit of anarchy like uh, being infiltrated in the BLM. And that's, uh, it's interesting to see, watch uh, happen because uh, again, I'm like not on either side, but what's even more fascinating in people denying that, just blatantly yeah. denying that, you know? Which and, is weird uh, because their own 
a quote unquote leader is literally on the website. I think it even says it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think uh, a while back when this, uh, I guess when the whole George Floyd uh, thing popped off, I want to feel, feel like bad that. for the family. You got to feel bad for their family, dude. Sure. Oh yeah. Cause, for sure. Cause even the brother came out and said, burning down these cities ain't going to bring my brother back. Yeah. Like they obviously do not support this, this, these notions, but everyone's like, well, this is bigger than him now. It's like, then, yeah. then why'd you guys do this before? Sure. But uh, yeah, a few weeks after like this popped off, uh, we saw uh, BLM, these th- these leaders kind of c- came out and they said that our goal is to get Trump out. It was a way for them to say, hey, this is our objective to show that mm-hmm. we're kind of uh, we're kind of detaching ourselves from anything else that's kind of happening over here. So our goal is simply to get Trump out of the office. And mm-hmm. we're seeing anything you see, any of this like Marxism and stuff like that, we're trying to detach ourselves. But uh, unfortunately, I feel like it's too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, things have already happened. In terms of uh, the whole, uh, yeah, so yeah, I've been seeing a lot of Marxism just throughout all communities infiltrated. It's interesting seeing people. I, I, it's I don't know because ultimately people are well intentioned, right? They want mm. good. They well, want, hopefully that's what we like to think. That's what we like to think, right? People want uh, their communities to do well. They want things within their communities to do well, and they want people to have money to be able to flourish to make these communities to do well. But mm. the problem is always. Uh, distribution of money and wealth and that is always an issue and uh, when I was younger when I was like your age I was definitely I would even say like honestly if you're young and you're not semi-Marxist you're not living a life because you shouldn't <laughs> feel that way like and the older you get the more conservative you 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 are going to get uh, depending on who you are you might lean more left more right but ultimately yeah. you should you should get a little bit more conservative as you get older but uh, what was the point I'm trying to make oh yeah so um what I'm trying to get at is, uh, wait, what was I trying to get at? I, I, lost, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, hey, this, yeah. this whole this whole discussion and all it's like a, like a big rabbit hole or a can of worms. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And the problem is, uh, the problem is, people want wealth distributed for good intentions, but mm-hmm. the idea of taking someone's money through taxes. Mm-hmm. giving it to someone else and having them distribute it and then saying care because people spent like the 40 hours a week working and then a lot of the tax money went to this. So put care and effort into how you distribute this money. There's a disconnect in our government. So to say to give more money to our government is a problem, especially in a time where I'm seeing a lot more what I call uh, adult children, where we're getting a lot of uh, – <laughs> A late, uh, like late twenties, early thirties, people still living with their parents, and I'm seeing a lot of this behavior uh, when they kind of move out on their own, uh, rather than try to grow and be a better person and actually, mm-hmm. you know, figure things out. They they look for that kind of parental figure, that father figure, and rather than look for it in their parents, they look for it in the government, and they do that mm-hmm. by passing more laws. Well-intentioned, like I said, they want to give money to their community, but again, I don't think giving more money to the government is a good thing. Yeah, what we've saw, what we've seen is clearly they don't know how to distribute it. I mean, look at look at cops. What they get like four four billion. Or two point yeah. four billion, something like that, uh, in yeah. LA County. So, um, 
clearly we're, no one's paying attention to distribution of wealth, right? And on top of that, people aren't really using any like judicial methods to make change. They just mm-hmm. want to kind of yell and complain. If you want to make change, yeah, actually make change. They're like they, they, they're more into. I'm just gonna sit here and yell more so than mm-hmm. um, actually change something, because like it's easy to yell and all that, mm-hmm. but when they actually come up to you and say, "All right, we're here to listen. What do you want?" and you can't make a compelling argument, you can't be mad at them for saying, "Well, no." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so it's it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's rough, and it sucks because like. Again, they're doing it for well-intentioned reasons. You got, like, a lot of fascist, like, police state on the right. And then you got this kind of, like, Marxist, like, anarchist uh, bend on the left. And then in the middle, we have rational people just wanting justice. Yeah, because for me, like, political points for me, like, on the podcast, I'll have anybody. You can vote for Biden and vote for Trump. I don't really care. Uh, It's your own business. For me, my whole political views is, and it's my perspective, so I don't care what anybody says on my intents. Um, I just want people to be good to each other. Now, yeah. that's blatantly ignorant because that's never going to happen. Right. It's like saying, "Let's end racism." I'm sorry, you're never going to end it. You are never going to end a hate. You're not. You're never going to end hate. Yeah, that's that's something that people think they could actually do, and that's the problem. People think that hate could be. Stopped, and I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure it can't, but I'm not 100% sure it can. I'm without brainwashing, that is without, yeah, without like it's that's the thing. If you, uh, I don't want to say it, okay, I'll say it. Yeah, if you wanted to completely go that route, right? You wanted to completely go that route, get a full hegemonization of culture, like a huge, like one singular entity controlling Earth. You know, you should have just let Hitler do his thing because that's what he was working towards. See, I see uh, a lot of people. Well, we'll kind of steer off this kind of subject. Go back to the white <laughs> artist stuff. Uh, but to kind of put that final nail in this conversation, um, head back to, uh, you know, happy things. Or I don't know. We're going to get into Star Wars. So I don't know. Not very happy. Um, <laughs> Um, uh. I do see a lot of people bring up the fact that some of the stuff that Hitler said, wrote, mm-hmm. um, messaged, all that stuff, um, almost in line with how people think these protesters and all these people complaining how they think, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I-, I would like to see a social experiment. Now, stay with me because I think you actually like this. Sure. Where they get a group of people out of protests that are for all this kind of stuff and mm-hmm. they, and they and they give they give someone a speech to a group of people but that mm-hmm. speech is a somewhat modified up to date hitler speech <laughs> and i would like to see what they think oh uh, yeah that'd be f- didn't someone do that recently or it wasn't like a hitler speech but like i feel like someone did a speech that had like a lot of rhetoric that like was yeah like and i think it might have even been trump or someone i don't know but i don't know but, for sure but i would love to see that and see their yeah, faces because be they'll funny. be like i would because you know they're not gonna say they're wrong they're just gonna be like oh well yeah. maybe like he wasn't that bad <laughs> exactly that's the i mean he knew he was bad because he killed himself <laughs> uh people are scary sometimes but kind of like steering this car back to I don't even know, but uh, it's a con season because I want to talk about 
Uh, for are you gonna be going back to cons? I am going to be going back to cons probably next year, late next year, sometime. I imagine maybe I don't know. That's the thing. That's by the time cons open, a whole life could have happened, and who knows what will happen between them. So I'm saying I'm saying yes now, but who knows? Yeah, because 2021. I think we're gonna if if LA Comic Con works, okay, it it could work. We don't know. A lot of places. I'm even hearing LA ALA is gonna open up. Um, if the, if it works, we could be seeing con season coming back. Now, do you think it's dead? Cosplaying this whole community. Do you think it's dead? Because no, I don't think it's dead. But I well, not like dead, dead. I mean, in the vein of it's dead. To it's me. not as yeah. <laughs> it's not as uh, it's not as popping as it was a year or two ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, at least absolutely. to me. Well, yeah, like we, 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 we talked about what, like, think about any industry, right? We talked about this, right? We get this, we get the, this cool amount of people that like do things out of the wild, out of the blue, and they just kind of get together and do it and people take notice. And then guess what? An industry builds around it. It kind of sounds like what the cosplay has happened, right? Bunch yeah. of, bunch of cool people started to cosplay for a little bit, started to get big. People started to flock towards it. Now we got like Instagram that helps cosplayers. And now we got models that are starting to actually cosplay. And now we got an actually ind- industry around it. And now it's kind of changed. And now we got like people that are like anti, like, <laughs> like, abs and cosplay and, and now it's like ridiculous it's it's it's, it's not yeah and it's been divided it's been it's been politicized and it's no longer anything uh, it's not a it's not a fun hobby anymore it's more so of like i'm gonna get the most likes it's a job it's a job yeah that's what it's become which i think you could tell when things go from a, a, a fun hobby to a job in an instant yeah because i i feel like con, well, at least to me because i started going to them, i don't know how they were years ago but the last two years, mainly 2018, mm-hmm. was, I think, like, peak for cosplayers, the fun, the excitement, and all of that. Yeah. And then now, I'm seeing less and less and less about it. It could be because I'm moving out of the space, but I also feel like a lot of people are also moving out of the space. A lot of people are moving out of the space, and for obvious reasons. For obvious mm-hmm. reasons. Um, one thing. All right, so I'll get into this. Uh, let's just not even talk about cosplay. Let's just talk about the state of conventions in general. Look at, like, an average uh, artist alley or an average vendor at a mm. convention, right? Uh, what are they doing? They're selling you art of – their fan art of Kakashi or mm. Goku or or mm. something. You know, it's, it's all, like – uh, appropriated art, right? It's always something, yeah. It's fan art. It's a. It's something that the fans want. Let's go back to 2006. Uh, my mm. first convention, uh, San Diego Comic Con 2006. A wow. time when, uh, a time when uh, web comics were at its peak. You know, people were sick of Marvel and DC at the time, and there was a huge boom in web comics. And because of that, we saw a lot of art, artist alleys. Filled up with just small-time indie comic book makers, and you go down this yeah. road, like, this is just making like a badass, like sci-fi, like time travel, like drama over here. You should check this out. Um, and we saw a lot of creativity, a lot of original content out there, and mm-hmm. and it was beautiful to see like this uh, competition. I would say, yeah, in the industry and people actually like competing. After one of another, trying to outdo one another, trying to, you know, maybe be the best uh, comic creator, comic writer, etc. that they could be. Um, one thing that happened is uh, 
people found out that they made a comic, but ultimately their money, where they made their money in sales came from merchandise. And somewhere around 2010, these comic book creators just started, stopped making comics and just started mm. making merchandise. Yeah. Because with no I think, art attached, yeah. Because at that point, they're like, why am I just going to do this when I'm making no money, when I can focus on this and make the most money? And that's when we saw the rise of fan art. We saw, mm. you know, you, you're not going to see, like, an original, like, when's the last time you pick, You went down an artist alley, you stopped, you talked to a guy, and he's like, check out my book. It's here. You want to try it out? It's only three bucks. You guys, it's probably like six to ten bucks now, but, yeah. um, but you know, and then you actually checked it out, and you were like, well, dude, this is awesome. And and you actually read an indie comic, like a real indie comic, like a uh, not a not an indie comic produced like by Image. I'm talking about an actual comic that someone produced with like a printer from Kinkos. Yeah, like you know? it, it, it's you won't see that because all the money's in the in the stuff in the merchandise. And that is a huge issue. And that is a huge issue and we see that in the vendors we see that in the creators just the creators themselves right so think about the cosplayers the cosplayers are essentially people that are influenced by the creators but the creators themselves aren't even influenced at this point so we got this stagnation upon stagnation happening mm. and all i'm seeing is a bunch of cosplayers that make sense right since there's a stagnation there's no real original artwork there's a little bit you see a little bit here and there but there's no yeah. real original artwork happening so now we see like cosplayers dancing and now we see them like doing acting but they're not really acting they're fake acting and they want to be considered actors and and this is where we've gone now they're now individuals that are just wearing costumes they're no longer cosplayers i remember you got us some hot water about that statement oh yeah oh yeah i'm gonna say this right now you are right thank you because you can't like you're in my opinion the definition of an actor does not include dancing and tiktok stuff sure that's because in that case youtubers are actors mm-hmm. if like that doesn't make any sense yeah that's why like when you made that statement and um somebody that i'll leave nameless but i think you know who i'm talking about sure um made us made a couple statements about you i was like he's not wrong like <laughs> You can't just label yourself an actor because you did some stuff on TikTok. Like, are you going to put that on IMDb? Like, are you going to put that on, like, uh, like, like your headshots? On the behind your headshots? Like, oh, I did this and this on right. TikTok? No. You, you have to go your portfolio? Out, yeah. Like, you go do, like, some theater stuff, local theater stuff, or you record your own stuff. And then you would kind of put it on there, you know, just to say – just to put it on there. But when you put TikTok – dancing and all they're not going to be like oh this is the guy this is the next this is the next guy right here like no they're looking for people that are actually actors so i was so confused like is this even a debate why is he getting so much not so much but why is he getting flack for this when it's true regardless of if it's true right or wrong good or bad it's an opinion and that's the problem that's where we're at people can't handle other people's opinions which is Oh my god! Um, this is a good this is a good uh, example I have of that. Somebody um, we've talked about the High Republic before. Yeah. Um, have you seen what the characters look like? No, I don't think I've looked at them. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> well, 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 here we'll go into that in a bit. But um, something that somebody did was that they got uh-huh. the original, the original one, which is all like boring looking outfits. 
Okay. And they took it and they made their own art of it where mm-hmm. it looked incredible. Like they actually looked like a main star and not like Padawan number five in the background. Right. Because it's all like beige. They're all like wearing beige outfits. Yeah. In it, right? Yeah. So boring. Uh, this guy, he kept the same colors, I think. He just made yeah. the girl more feminine. Okay. And he made her outfit look crazy cool. Now, he went, I go into the comments and people are saying, oh, you shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have done this. Why would you do this? Oh, you can't do this on another person's art like that. I'm like, what are you, what? This looks better than what we got. Yeah. Uh, there's, you're always going to get resistance, and that's a thing that took me a while to realize as a person that puts stuff out there in the world is that, uh, you know, especially for young people, they, they probably see that and they'll probably, like, get offended and get hurt by it. But uh, as I get older and older, the more I see that, the more I look at it as a data point for success. Mm-hmm. Because if people are talking shit about it, that means something's something right's happening. Yeah. Well, the thing is, after so many months and all this stuff, they ended up changing the design for the main actress or the main act, the the main character. Hmm. They gave her a lot more color. They made her look like a girl, not some guy thing. Uh, Like they listened and everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't listen. But what we got was so much better than what we had. And I don't get like in my mindset. Criticism, it's it's what the last Jedi in me and like that whole fan base. Yeah. I'm not gonna hate on the movie to say it's terrible. I'm gonna give that movie some good criticism. And I feel like I give good criticism. Now that's me, and I've heard people say that I do give good criticism on the movie. Mm-hmm. But I'll get those same people saying, Well, you just hate it because either you hate Asians, women, uh sure. a new direction. And I'm like, No, I'm not going to a Star Wars movie to watch a twenty twenty mindset of it i'm going to watch a galaxy far far away yeah um and like it 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 frustrates me because we're getting these influxes of sequel fans not star wars fans sequel fans with their sequel mindsets and it's probably (laughs) gonna and it's gonna infect the rest of star wars and the only way to get rid of it is to get rid of the president (laughs) oh is that where so, we're at? Yeah, we're going into Star Wars. So, oh man, uh, okay. The, the one thing I wanted to—we uh, talked about this off air that you wanted to—I wanted me to say on uh, live. Yeah. There was a leaked image of Lego Star Wars: The okay. Skywalker Saga. Okay, keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you want to pull it up, or I'll send it to you in the uh, Skype chat. Yeah. Um. So this picture that that was recently leaked uh, leaked today. The person on the very top uh-huh. of the, everything, Vader, Obi Wan, okay, all that is Ray. Where, where's I'm? I think I'm looking at the right picture right now. Where's Ray at? Well, let me send you the one I have. I see Vader, kind of giant in the center. Oh no, you're looking at the the old one. Okay, okay, okay. This, I'm sending you the one through the Skype messages right now. Let's see it. Okay. Oh, okay. Sure. Fine. And Ray is at the top of this. I mean, yeah, it makes sense by I mean by their logic, it makes sense. Their logic. Yeah. 
But we all know their logic isn't good. It's a flawed logic, but I mean, at least they're keeping consistent with their flawed logic. Now, do you notice something missing? Let's see. Uh, we got uh, what? Who do we got? We got Galea. We got Luke. Where's Han? Where's Han at? I see Han. Okay, gotta have. Okay, we got. Oh man. Oh, we got Yoda. Who are we missing? I, I'm not seeing it. We're literally missing the original Skywalker. <laughs> There is no Anakin on this poster, and I'm not There's counting. No, Vader. Okay, I guess yeah. I'm not counting Vader. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And it makes me so mad <laughs> because I wanted to come on here. Literally, you saw the episode title. Yeah. I wanted to come on here and say, "Hey, things are looking up," you know. Yeah. And then this comes and out this today, happened? and this happens, and this just slaps me in the face. I'm like, I don't know. Like, come. Awesome. This seems. This seems like. Ah, uh, this seems small. Small peanuts. I feel. But the small things will add up. The small things will add up. That's why you just you know give up all hope in general. <laughs> Unlike you're the anti. You got to be the anti Star Wars and just give up all hope. And then. Oh man. Well, actually. Like I wanted to come on here and say, are you excited for Bad Batch? Um, I'm. Uh, I'll, I'll watch it. I don't know if I'm excited, but I'll watch it. Yeah, I'd rather have them announce that than the Montez series. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is up with what's going on there? I would never want that to happen. I, I hope it never happens. Yeah, I don't want to see those characters again. Uh, they serve their purpose, right? Yeah. Uh, the only you... the only reason why I want to see them back is to die. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very, very fitting. What do you think of the Bad Batch in general? I'm excited. I mean, I love those guys. I love clones. I love yeah, the clone stuff. The clones. So and apparently this takes place after Order 66. I would love to see what happens with them and how they handle Echo and all that. If they even took out the chip of an Echo's head or if they, even if they have chips. Yeah. Like, there's so many questions for them that I would love to see answered. And it's Filoni, so, you know. Yeah. Filoni, as long as Filoni's attached, it seems like it'll be decent. And, yeah. uh it seems like anything revolving around the Clone Wars seems to be the only thing in the modern Star Wars canon worth mm. watching these days. It's crazy to think that I, I genuinely think Lucasfilm or Kathleen Kennedy hates the prequels. I think they genuinely hate them. Interesting. Uh, because there's so much like, there's so much that they do. That just goes against the sequels. That just makes you go, I'm not going to watch what you're putting out. Like, I'm flat out not going to watch what you want to put out. Like, I'm not going to watch Star Wars Resistance. I'm not going to watch, I'm not going to read these, I'm not going to read a Rose comic book. Uh, I'm going to go read Vader. Or I'm going to go read Obi-Wan. I'm going to go watch Clone Wars. I'm going to go watch Episode 3. Like, it's crazy to me how... They just, they kind of look at the prequels like, almost they hate it, but they know it'll make them money. And, Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) But, another thing is, Mm -hmm. the High Republic got delayed to next year. The the first book, that is. And, I don't know. Why are we talking about books like a movie? By the way, <laughs> because was, be, because I, for me, books like Star Wars books, I, I hate reading, but like Star Wars books, actually, I actually like reading Star Wars books mm-hmm. or listening to Star Wars books gotcha. because 
recently the Thrawn books have been better than the movies. Yeah, those which are I'm not surprised about. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing I did do, note is uh, I read uh, Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger recently, and he talked about when he was doing the deal with Lucas. I didn't know that uh, K- Kathleen Kennedy was actually uh, a uh, Lucas's like kind of uh, baby. I thought it yep. was a, she was a Disney brain child, and uh, but no, no, she was bought with Lucas, so she came fully on board. And then somewhere along the lines, within the year of purchase and uh, the year before they produced the Star Wars film, the, the newer Star Wars films, the sequel series, uh, Bob Iger did something to either convince her or or something. I don't know. Yeah, they flipped on Lucas hard. Yeah, but apparently he's coming back. That's the rumors that Kathleen Kennedy's out and George Lucas is coming back. That would be great. Wouldn't that be great? Because you sell your business for $4 billion and you come right back. And then they're all like, you want to still just hang out? And they're like, <laughs> I can leave whenever. I said, I'm at $4 billion. Okay, sure. <laughs> like, I already made the $4 billion. I'll come make another paycheck just to be Good president. Deal. Good deal for him. Yeah, he can negotiate a second contract on top of that. That's awesome. I really hope he comes back because say what you want about the prequels. This man has a vision for this man has a passion for story. It's his. It's his baby. Yes. And from what I've heard from Filoni and other people, he's exactly what you want him to be when you meet him. So here's the thing that I'm starting to kind of get and why Marvel doesn't work with George Lucas's property, right? We got these Mm. two brainchilds of the 70s. You got George Lucas and got Steven Spielberg, right? Look Mm. at Steven Spielberg. Two geniuses. Yeah. Two two great filmmakers uh, on mm-hmm. the same level went, but they're kind of they go different paths. So you got George, uh, you got uh, Spielberg went a whole studio path, right? He worked as mm-hmm. a as a as a as a first uh, a first uh, director, first AD, uh, assistant director. Then he worked on commercials, then television. Worked his way up in the studio system. But mm-hmm. you have Lucas. Lucas just did it on his own, financed yep. it himself. Realized that technology wasn't there, so created the technology. Invested in tech, you know, started doing awesome graphics. Realized- this man literally <laughs> created a sound studio because there was no other sound studio that could help with Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, he did so much that you you got like you don't really like he created a computer animation graphics department <laughs> that he he got tired of funding so he gave it uh, to Steve Jobs and that became Pixar. Like there's so many things that came out of George Lucas essentially. Like People forget that he's not just a director. He's not no. just a a, a, a president. He, this man invented a lot of technology they use now for even Marvel movies. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll like when we wait when we sometimes wait for the end credits. I'll sometimes see Skywalker sound. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. THX THX sound uh, standard. A lot of people do sound mixing up at Skywalker Ranch. Um, yeah. So he's innovated, right? He's an innovator. He's done it all by himself. And to see like this kind of like startup person, this guy with the startup mentality and see it in the hands of this corporate company that is Disney. It's, it's the complete opposite of what the spirit of what George Lucas was doing. Yeah. Like it's literally a complete 180 of what he wanted. So if he comes back, I think we will see, hopefully, because I do feel like he will, he wants the best for Star Wars, or, or else he wouldn't want to come back to you know help mm-hmm. out for Mandalorian um, mm-hmm. and all that, give his insight. There's a reason why that show is great, 
because yes, you have John Favreau who kickstarted the MCU with Iron Man, which I watched mm-hmm. recently. Still an incredible movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Filoni, a man that literally, I think, is the next George Lucas besides yeah. the, like Star Wars mind wise. Yes. And then you have the man himself, George Lucas, giving his insight and everything onto the world. And there's like that 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 pinch that we had that we've been missing from all these years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. But will it be the same though under a corporate entity that is Disney? That's what I want to know. No, they won't. It's, it's not going to yeah. be. They're they're going to keep trying to be like, hey, George, you want to push our women more? Do you want to make more yeah. African American women? Yeah. Blah, blah blah blah. And it's gonna end. It's gonna hinder. I think that's mainly the reason he probably doesn't yeah. want to be president because it'll hinder his creativity. Exactly. But he's going to be like, oh, this guy's going to be – I can hear George just saying like, oh, this guy's going to do this, this, and this. And Bob Iger, somebody at Disney is going to be like, okay, but what if they were a woman? Yeah, a woman. Or make it cuter so it could be a toy and we could sell millions of these. Exactly. The one thing that he kind of – I wish he kind of just kind of stepped back on it and let Filoni do it um, was make – put Revan in Clone Wars. Um, George kind of said, like, because there was, there is unfinished art of Clone Wars Revan. Revan was going to be in Clone Wars voice and everything. But George kind of said, uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of weird that he's here. Maybe don't put him in there. I'm like, oh, George, if he was in there, he would be canon right now. Right. Um, but Uh. I love George. I I miss that, man. Like. What a mind he has, you know what I mean? Like, sure. And Filoni, Filoni is like the closest we'll get to that mind in Star Wars right now. It seems like it. He's the he's the person who knows Disney the best. That's currently working at Disney. Uh, working, sorry, currently knows <laughs> Star Wars the best. That's currently working at Star Wars. Yeah, like, oh man, it's crazy. Um, speaking of Filoni, mm-hmm. going to Clone Wars, Darth Maul's in Clone Wars. Yes. Um, we have to talk about Darth Maul. Okay. Um, talk about him. Not the character. <laughs> the actor. The actor. Not Sam Witwer. Uh, uh, what's his name? The actor. Uh, I, I completely just forgot his name. Ray Park? Ray Park. Yeah. Um, uh, the hot water he was in the other day. <laughs> Worried about Darth Maul return after his Instagram post? What did he say? What did he say? Um, he didn't say anything. He posted, uh, revenge porn. Revenge uh, porn? Of his wife cheating on him with with allegedly, um, the kid, I forget his name, the guy who played Boba in episode two. Oh, what? His... What a headline that article! Oh was. yeah, oh man! Like it was, no- but the thing is, no one's talking about it anymore, which blows my mind. What? Okay, so Boba, the guy who plays Boba, okay, Daniel what Logan, I think is his name. Daniel Logan, what is happening? And he posted no, I mean, bench porn of his wife, Ray that- Park, of his wife cheating on him of with Diego Luna. Cheating- Oh, do you? Or not Daniel Logan. Oh, my God. I get those two confused. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Okay, so, oh, man. That's illegal in California, so you better run if you didn't. Uh, He doesn't live in California, I don't think. 
Okay, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, that will, you know, sometimes you got to get that anger out, and the best way to get it out is to, sh- <laughs> to show, show it to the world. Show it to the world, I guess. I don't know. That's 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 an interesting move. Dude, um, that was crazy. That, that that was only at night, like out of nowhere. That's great. I wouldn't have used my account. I would have used like a dummy account or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was just probably just jaded at the time where it was yeah. like, I don't care anymore. So angry. It was just like, I don't care. The world will know. Yeah. That's crazy to me that that happened, dude. Like I was like, what? Are you serious? Oh man, yeah, that's that's a story. That's funny. I didn't know they're like friends. Are they friends at all, or do they know um, each other? I don't know if they're friends. I'm sure they were friendly, but I don't know if they were like buddy buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I don't think anymore. Definitely not now, right? Um, but yeah, I I wanted to see what you thought about that. I didn't know. I was it's crazy. I didn't even hear about that because I was trending on Twitter like that that's whole day a after. Trip. That is a trip for sure. Man, I don't I don't blame him. I mean, I blame I mean, yeah, but at the same time that's that's fucked. I understand. Yeah. I understand where his pain is coming from. Uh, I thought he was stronger than that though. He's, he has the force with him. He, <laughs> the dark he is, side. He is the Sith. It's all about passion, so there it yep. is. You put all that passion on Twitter. It's crazy. What was it um one of the one of the things I also want to talk about, I don't know if you're uh, up to date on it. The whole rumors of the mm-hmm. sequels not being canon. Sequels not being canon. It, like yes. this, they're trying to uh, make that a thing in within Disney. They're trying yes. to because uh, Kathleen Kennedy's contract expires next year. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying she is not gonna. She's not gonna um, resign. Everyone's saying that she's taking too much hate. Disney's not happy with her. Like, like everyone's saying she's gone after this. After this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're they were kind of setting in stone plans to retcon the sequels. One of the things that actually is in the movie, um, in Rise of Skywalker, there was the theory or the the the, the thing was that Disney told JJ to put a room of different dimensions in Rise of Skywalker, which we see with Ray and Dark Ray. That's two different dimensions and realities. Right. So, so they're so they're saying that they're gonna use this room somehow in a comic or on a statement or something to say um, Palpatine did this in, ep- in Episode Six, so the sequels don't happen and the story ends after that, and we'll continue on from there. Oh man, I'm okay with it. That's. I mean, I yeah. get it. I get it. It's lot. It's years of work gone down the drain. Yeah. But my rebuttal to that is look what happened to the old canon. True. You make a good point. That was a lot of uh, years years gone. That was like 30 years. Mm-hmm. Games. Literally games that took multiple years in itself to make. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know. I'm okay. If it thins out this toxic fan base that's in Star Wars right now I'm okay with it. It's just—I feel like it's just gonna piss him off more, though, right? If it—if it pisses him off and gets him out, I'm okay with it. I don't think it'll get him out, though. That's the thing. I think it'll just <sighs> piss him off, and they'll still be around. Uh, I hope not. I hope this is—I <laughs> hope that when Kennedy leaves and we start getting a, hopefully we'll get another good president, 
in uh, either Filoni or should be, uh, honestly should be Filoni. Yeah, like Filoni or something. Because did you? We we're both excited for Bad Batch, or you're gonna watch it and all that. But when yeah. they announced it, those like people that have like I don't know if you know the Boo Butterfly thing. Boo Butterfly. The, the Blue Butterfly means Ben Solo. Because it was like a short that had Ben Solo, the Blue Butterfly. So the people that have Blue Butterflies, like the sequel fans, when they saw this announcement of the Bad Batch, they said, oh, great, not another boys club or not this. Like, basically calling it out because it's a bunch of guys. Gotcha. And I'm sitting here like, you guys had a trilogy of a bad heroine. And... Literally, you guys are mad because people are going to get something they want, and Ray's not attached to it. There's going to be, hopefully, nothing forced down our throats. It's literally just going to be a bunch of soldiers doing what they do, and you guys are getting mad at it, just for the sole reason that they're guys. Hmm, well, that's that's annoying. Yeah, that's why I'm just like, just can't. you guys aren't. I tell I tell Daisy this. They're not Star Wars fans. They're sequel fans. Sure. Because if they were Star Wars fans, they wouldn't mind the Bad Batch. You know what I mean? Sure. So that's why I'm just like, what are you guys talking about? Mm. Like, like this is good. We're getting good Star Wars. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. People are just looking for an excuse to complain these days. There's no, honestly, there's no winning. People are, especially this year. Yeah, people like need to work harder or something. I don't uh, know. We have the election this year too. Like that's gonna be. We're gonna be start seeing debates soon with those two. So that should uh, be interesting. Ugh. And then Kanye's there for some reason. Kanye, what up? <laughs> Everything is so weird. I don't know, dude. It's just 2020, man. I just hope next year is just a banger year. Let's hope. Let's because hope. Because we lost Star Wars Celebration, which I'm okay with because, you know, safety. Um, And just like, I don't know, man. I think people need that kind of, I don't know entertainment i guess because without all this like concerts festivals movies all this stuff people have kind of gone crazy oh yeah people need an outlet for sure and we're seeing that we're seeing what happens when you put lock people up in their play their house for months yeah which is i don't know dude like not a good sign not a good sign uh, it's funny because i'm seeing all these like ads that are like oh wear a mask uh coronavirus this i'm like it's crazy seeing these ads because you're just in here like, this is how this is what we're living in right now. We're living through this. Yep. yep. It's a trip. That's to say the least. And like, and kind of heading towards the end of this uh, podcast, I just want to just be like, I just want to just discuss on like, what's something, if you can have one thing next year, it would be perfect. Um, an event, a movie, or whatever that was planned to come out that year or another year, if, for it to come out or to happen next year, what what would you want to happen? Hmm. Mm, that's a good question. That is a good question. Just one thing. Just one. Just thing. one thing. One thing. It would probably 
be a music event of some sort, I would say. Either a concert or a small show or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I that's what I miss the most, I think. A con would be cool. I don't know if a con, would a con be cool anymore? Mm-hmm. Uh, a, con, a con would be kind of cool. I'll, I'll give it that. It'd um, only be cool because it's back, and that's it. Yeah, but what we're gonna get the same artists, the same, yeah, same stuff, the same, same stuff over and over again, folks. It's just the same old stuff. Nothing. Just new. different so places. Yeah. So I don't know. I really don't know. I would say music. It'd be sometimes music yeah. related, a concert. I'll say concert. Yeah. How about I you? Think, what would be yours? I think for me. Can I take that back? Can I change my answer? Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm still thinking. Food. Just food. I want food. I want to go back to... I want to go to a restaurant. I want to get some... Yeah. I want to get some nice food. I want to get some... You just want a grub. Yeah, I just want to get... Yeah, I want a grub. I want to get down. I think for me, if I had to have one thing to happen next year, it would probably be Star Wars Celebration. Now, that is a convention, but... I don't know. To me, it's just it's just a huge thing to me because I've always wanted to go to one. Yeah, is it happening? It is happening next year. It's, it's happening in twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Gotcha. Yeah. So that whole thing, like, it got pushed back. Um, I don't have to do anything. Um, they're just if you don't request the refund by this date, they're just gonna transfer your ticket over there. They're gonna send you. A, they're gonna send everyone who requested a to transfer dates to. Um, they're gonna send them a free pin. Which I'm pretty hyped about, you know. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I just want Star Wars. I was looking forward to that this year. That was like my big thing this year. Like I can right. care less about LA, Nerdball, Anime, Pasadena, um, Comic-Con. It was kind of lame this year. Um, the only good thing that came out of Comic-Con this year was the Black Suit Superman reveal. But I don't even know. I don't know why they released that so early. Like, why would you just drop that? Why, why didn't you just wait for the movie? Eh, people already were already talking about it, so it makes sense. Just give them the information if everyone's talking about it. My thing is, they didn't go full in on it. Yeah, they never do, right? It's like, just, like why bother? Just like, he doesn't have the beard, he doesn't have the mullet, he doesn't have... The like, mullet would be great, right? Yeah, like, I would love to see Henry Cavill with a big beard and a mullet. Like, come on. <laughs> Ah, Even if it's like for like a like a like that scene where he just shows up to Alfred, like mm-hmm. that would have been perfect. If he just shows up all like messed up because you're assuming he just got up. Right, exactly. And like I don't know, we'll, we'll have to see this. I don't know if I talked to. I don't think I've talked to you about the Snyder Cut. No, yet. we haven't had any discussions. Snyder Cut. What do you, What do you think? Uh, I think it's cool. I, I'm 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 excited to see what it looks like. I'm excited to see what uh, Zack Snyder's vision for the movie originally was. Uh, ultimately, I don't think it's gonna help too much. No, like you can't film any. You can't film anything right now, and it's supposed yeah. to release next year. So even if they were to, re- they can't film anything. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's gonna be bad because I think everyone forgets that Zack Snyder with no, no. Um, Nobody over his shoulder made Batman v Superman. Everyone forgets sure. that movie was bad. <laughs> it's a bad movie. It was a bad movie. It wasn't good. Yeah. And so everyone's like, it gets me so mad because when this cut comes out and it's bad, they're just those people that want it are just gonna say it's good because yeah, they're not gonna admit it. They're not, they're gonna, not gonna admit. They're not gonna have a critical opinion about it. They're not gonna look at it 
like unbiasedly it's it's they're just fans and that's the problem with what fans have become they have become they're not fans they're they're they've uh, they've uh transcended to religion and and that's the problem they're very religious yeah. people these days yeah and like i don't know and if it's good they're gonna be like oh i told you so which sucks yeah yeah so uh yeah yeah just ignore them ignore yeah. them for the most part I'm gonna watch it. I have to see. Yeah, I have to see. Definitely see it for sure. It's, it's apparently four hours. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. They're gonna pull a uh, a hateful eight on Netflix. Nice. So we'll see how that goes. But Kyle, thank you for coming. Yeah, anytime, man. This is fun. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go ahead and shout out where like people, some people can find you and all that, go ahead. Yeah, you can find me at Kyle V on uh, Instagram, Valenzuela.photo on Instagram. I'm also the one true Kyle on Twitter and Twitch. And yeah, yeah, find me. All right. And to everyone listening, thank you so much. And uh, I'll see you next time. Peace.